Yeah, I think in the first year when I came here, um, it just happened that um, I got into a relationship uh, with a guy like very soon, and in a way, I kind of when you have somebody, you kind of get re- like reluctant or hesitant to maybe push harder to try to like meet new people, and at some point I had just this boyfriend and you know not so many friends and I was crying sometimes because I was feeling very lonely. Hello guys and welcome to my podcast Finding Your Place, a podcast about people and their stories of finding a place to call home in this world. We'll cover everything related to culture and real life experiences that is going to help you find uh, your next destination or enlarge your knowledge about the current countries and cultures. Uh, Today on this episode I'm joined by my friend Anna who moved places, uh, who moved from uh, Ukraine to Hungary, Budapest, and found uh, her own home in Bratislava, Slovakia. It's super nice to be part of the podcast. Um, My name is Anna, of course, I'm 24 years old, and um, I reside in Bratislava, which is the capital of Slovakia. And basically... um, our meeting was kind of in incidental, I would say, but I think it's a travel together and meet each other and um, have such a great connection at a time. Yeah, I think we definitely need to repeat. Probably we need to mention that we met through our common friend. <laughs> um, and then we went on this trip together because um, you were friends with um, Maria and Maria was friends with me. And then we kind of went to discover Stockholm there. It's it's such a great thing that we could we could travel before and you know meet people through other people and establish so many connections. You no, know? we took those things for granted. So, what are you doing in Bratislava, and why did you choose to to, to stay there? It's a question I ask myself every once in a while. I came here for work when I finished my bachelor studies uh, almost. More than three years ago, actually, I was looking for a job after doing a bachelor in financial management. Uh, since I was studying in Budapest at the time, it was very convenient to relocate to a country somewhere in Central Europe. So I wouldn't have to, you know, go somewhere with one suitcase and, you know, leave 90% of my stuff in a, another town. Also, the job position which I found here was very interesting to me. It was a startup company at the time. I really wanted to start with some kind of very dynamic environment. And um, this was a good fit. Quite reasonable. <laughs> you mentioned that before that you lived in Budapest. What was the timeline? So where were you born and how did you end up moving to Budapest? Let's open the annals of history of my life. <laughs> I'm Ukrainian and I lived most of my life in Kiev, which is the capital of this beautiful country. And after finishing high school, I really wanted to study abroad and also study in English. This university, which I found in Budapest, it was um, it's actually a great opportunity because, you know, if you go to study to UK, you have to pay 20-30,000 per year or per semester and it's yeah. very expensive. In Budapest, they had this program which cost just 3,000, I think, or something around that per semester and it was certified by the Buckingham University, which is a UK institution. So. Basically, it was really a good fit. Budapest is such a great city, which is so beautiful and has so many students and have so many bars and museums and clubs and everything. Like, 
it's it's really one of the best um, student cities I think in Europe. I moved there when I was 17. I started my bachelor immediately on the first day of studies. I met Maria, which is our common friend. We have been kind of like very very good friends. I would say best friends since then. Uh, during studies, I realized that even though Budapest is a great city for students, it's not always the best city for professionals. Why did you feel that? What it was missing in the city? First of all, like the language barrier is very strong. Unfortunately, not so many people in Hungary actually speak English. You want to really socialize, you're always limited to the circle of foreigners. Uh, it's really hard to make like good connections there. This city has a lot of um, multinational companies which offer like back office job, also in finance and in management and in other areas. But it's really, you know, it's really good if you want to be in this corporate environment, have a steady career track you just want to live in a beautiful town without so many like connections perhaps but for me it was a little bit different I wanted to be in a dynamic environment I wanted to do something fun and also I wanted to be able to actually stay in touch and to make meaningful connections and grow my network so I realized that the city is not a good fit for me yeah I feel you with that because I experienced that with Prague but tell me more about when you moved your first time you know how did you feel being on your own in a different country that you said speaks different language at first I think it was really it was really a transformative period for me because you know you're still kind of like emerging from this teenager years and yeah. you're kind of trying to find yourself and you're still very exposed to many influences of other people and for me this was really the period when I started realizing like who I am that I am on my own sort of and I have to figure out what are my values what I want to do in life and kind of learn to be more independent and maybe self-driven in many things I think it's really great thing in a way that you really open your mind because you're suddenly in a different culture surrounded by people with different mentality with different mindset and you have to learn to like ex like respect that and also to embrace a little bit the values of the place because if you're not respectful and I saw many instances of people like that who just moved abroad and you know they're just walking around and telling how bad the place is how much they hate the people but they're like still living there you know which is yeah. paradox for me especially people from the eastern part of the world I would say or from you know eastern Europe They have this kind of mentality that they like to complain. You know, they just bring it along with them to a different country. This is something you totally learn to like cut off when you live abroad. This is really beneficial. Yeah, I, I totally get you. You mentioned that living as a student was great there and you loved most of the things there. What is the, the differences between Bratislava and Budapest? My situation is a little bit more context dependent because I wouldn't say that like in general the city is better better than the other city. For example, when you come from um, Eastern Bloc countries, when you live in Bratislava, you really start learning the language soon and you really understand it because it's the same in many things. So you feel much more connected, you know, and you can easily attend events in local language and you can easily relate to the place. So it makes you feel yeah. much more comfortable and it also makes you feel much more welcome perhaps you know you don't feel like this foreigner for as long as you live you feel like a foreigner when you move in but after sometimes you just really can't connect to a place well you're saying that adaptation is easier when you learn the language i think definitely when people are like, considering to move abroad for the first time definitely will have a cultural shock if you 
come to a place where you don't know the language. You know, if it's some country, like it's best to pick countries where you see yourself long term rather than just, you know, jump from place to place because you really start understanding very soon that you need to know the language and you need to invest time and effort in it. Rationally speaking, best to choose something that makes sense for you in the end of the day. Yeah, I, I like this point and I think it's very good advice for people who are planning to move. You mentioned cultural shock. What was the first cultural shock that you experienced when you were in Budapest and when then you moved to Bratislava? With Budapest, the cultural shock was actually, it was mostly about driving, I think. Because Budapest is super uh, special in this way. Majority of drivers are really slow on the road. And you would have, most of the times you would have situation that you're like, you know, not to say bumping, but, you know, you're like literally following a granny who's driving like 50 kilometers per hour, you know, and you just have to like stay in one lane because it's, um, you know, only one lane road and you just cannot overtake. So you just keep going with this really slow speed. And if you're used to like driving fast, you just, you know, you just go crazy, you know, in the beginning because you just, you just can't. With Bratislava, I would say that the shock was that at first when you come, when I came to the, uh, the workplace for the first time, people were super nice, but it was really hard to mingle with them. They wouldn't invite me, for example, for some drinks after work or like take me to some gatherings, which they were going to. And at first I really took it like painfully. I thought maybe they don't like me. But it's really particular to this um, culture, I think, and the nation. They take a long time to trust the person and they very like their comfort zone. They are this kind of people who first, they don't seem very friendly to you perhaps, but as, like, as time passes and you get to know each other better, they become super friendly and they are super welcoming and they're always bringing some nice things to work and sharing with you some cakes and, you know, asking you, how are you doing? And mm -hmm. this is really like warm. You feel like you're, you know, with your neighbors, not with your colleagues, you know? Do you think it was also because you were not speaking the language at the beginning, so they felt like they need to put extra effort to speak English probably with you? Definitely this was the case. They are generally a little bit introverted, not so much, you know, outgoing in the sense of like making new connections, but definitely English was a very big contributing factor in this conversation. I, I think you gave a very good advice at the beginning then to people to learn the language if they want to become local uh, there are situations where people are moving for a short period of time because they are like relocated from their company or something and in that case i think it's fun where you're just exploring you know this uh, foreigner community and you're trying to understand the locals but if you want to stay in a place for like a longer period of time and you really want to make your stay meaningful, I think it's always a necessary condition. Yeah, I like that. So tell me more about living in Bratislava. How long have you been living there? I think it's more than three years, actually. Wow, I'm sure you love the place and you described like many great things about it. But I'm sure there is something that you must absolutely hate about it. I think just to, you know, just to make the justice to the place, I will, you know, dwell a little bit more in the upside especially people who live in western europe they really don't know much about these places and you know i had uh, recently since i'm still doing my master's studies i was in a group project with like german students and you know we were like video calling because of you know corona you cannot meet and the only way is to just uh, meet virtually and we were like introducing each other and i was like i'm from bratislava and then there was this awkward silence like nobody knows the place and i'm like you know it's, it's in europe and they start laughing, you know, because even though like it is in Europe, they don't know much about it. 
they're not even sure which country it is. So it's a pity that these small places are so overlooked. When I came here, I think it was a heaven for foreigners in a way, because, you know, there were so many job opportunities on this market. It's really undersupplied with qualified labor. And, you know, um, there are a couple of multinational companies who are really like struggling to find talent here. And I know like a lot of Italian people, a lot of um, people also from Ukraine and Serbia and other like, you know, surrounding countries are coming here for work because there is opportunity simply. What sort of jobs are there? Actually, I think the country is mostly specialized in engineering and manufacturing. They have like a couple of huge factories of um, auto manufacturers, Volkswagen, there is Land Rover, there is Kia or something like that. So a couple of these really famous manufacturers, but these jobs are mostly for low skilled labor. And on the other side, you have these corporations like Dell, IBM, um, I don't know, Lenovo, like other couple of other. You just have these jobs, you know, in different functions. You have the marketing function, you have the finance function. Also, you have, I think, general management or operations. There's quite a lot of different jobs, and it's especially suitable for like entry to intermediate level. Mostly, I think, in the Western countries, um, companies expect or are looking for people from this more senior here yeah. it's really good when you're like you know looking for opportunity to expand your cv and have some valid experience yeah bratislava sounds like a very good place to start your career i think it is also from perspective of um cost of living people are complaining a lot about the local like rental market but you still can rent a flat for like 500 euros per month not a lot yeah and you would spend i guess from two to three hundred per month for food so basically with the salary of one thousand euros you can make a good living i think or pretty normal living which wouldn't be possible in anywhere i think in uk or france or any of these western countries no yeah like london is really expensive with 500 euros i can't even rent a room probably it's a good point the good thing about uh bratislava is since that since that time like five or four years ago when these international companies came to slovakia and established a couple of offices here there is a like booming Facebook community because, you know, as I mentioned before, it's not so easy to like make connections with Slovak people instantly. A lot of foreigners were kind of like lonely and looking for other people to socialize with. So they created these Facebook groups and communities, which are actually very interactive. I have not really seen such interaction, for example, in Budapest or even in Riga, where I was like living for half a year when I was on Erasmus before. I think it's really great benefit here that you can easily find people to socialize with. I think that's that's a great swelling point because at the end of the day, everything is about people. You know, if you don't have a soul to share, share things, it just doesn't make sense. Absolutely. And this is also what I learned while living abroad that at first when you're um, moving, you think that, you know, you're going to have this fabulous job, you will be so happy, everything will be so pretty like in a fairy tale, but... In fact, it's uh, just a town, you know, with different people, slightly different, but also having their, you know, downsides and upsides. And also, you know, there is this gray days when you have rain and it's really gloomy and you're just so depressed, you know. And then there is good days when you have some events or some meetings with people. This is what makes your life more meaningful, I think, and more full of things, full of experiences, just these connections that you make. It's not just something that you said, but I think a couple of my guests mentioned that at the end of the day, the country is all about the people that live there. 
Now speaking about the downsides, which I asked a while ago. Firstly, the downside is it's a small town compared to like for people who come from big towns, um, which have more than one million people living there. It might feel very like boring here at first because you have much less venues for entertainment. This small town where, you know, you can see all the kind of like interesting or pretty places maybe like in half a year or so like maximum and after that you just realize that you saw everything and you know you need something new to get this you know exciting life start going to mountains which is a big plus here <laughs> the country is mountainous so you have a lot of of these high tatras which are really famous i think worldwide basically you have this you know beautiful natural reserves it's, it sounds like the nature saves you in terms of how small it is would you be able to walk the whole city during a day when you come as a tourist i guess you can actually check the city in one day but when you come to live here you realize that more of your time is going towards like doing some things or some activities you know and less is going towards this walking around and you know checking this places <laughs> but it's really small it's like less than i think it's like half a million people living here and it's a capital that's not much yeah but it's beneficial in the times of corona in the sense that i would be scared for example if i lived like in a city with 20 million people because even if i'm just going outside like to grocery or something there's just so many people on the street yeah no no you're totally in london for example i live quite central and then when i need to to do something at some point i wanted to go for a run and there was like less people on the street than in the park, you know, the disadvantages of big cities. If we go back again to the downside, as I mentioned, like in the beginning, it was really hard to meet people, like outside of your work environment. Right now, I think because there are all these Facebook groups and there are, like there used to be before Corona, a lot of events where you would have these quizzes and some kind of parties and um, educational events. You could actually find some group to mingle with. And I think it becomes a little bit better but still compared to bigger cities, it's smaller circles for socializing, obviously. I totally get that and I, I see why it's like that. Was something that really, really made you sad in that city? Yeah, I think in the first year when I came here, um, it just happened that um, I got into a relationship uh, with a guy like very soon. And in a way, I kind of, when you have somebody, you kind of get re like reluctant or hesitant to maybe push harder to try to like meet new people and at some point I had just this boyfriend and you know the, not so many friends and I was crying sometimes because I was feeling very lonely but I think right now the situation has changed and there are much more like international people and also people are more like willing to actually you know meet other people like normally than it used to be before. I, I did the same mistake and I have many friends who did the same mistake and I actually heard heard it uh, on another podcast about relationship. But there there is something about people moving to a new country and straight away jumping in their relationship. And I mean, I will talk about my experience and then you can share where you feel could be better. But from my experience, because you moved to a new kind of place, I moved when I... I was 18, so I had all my life for 18 late years. This love in my family from my parents, from my brothers. Then I'm moving to a new place and I have no love. No love from, from friends because I don't have friends. No love around me. And somehow 
I tried desperately to get it. And because I was a young adult, I got into a relationship. And I realized just later that this relationship was just an excuse to get some love and some attention, something that I was missing from back home. And then, yeah, I heard this on the podcast. I was thinking... It's definitely valid. I think it's maybe a little bit less about love and more about loneliness because, you know, people are social creatures and they really cannot be alone for a long time. Like very few people are really fine staying on their own, you know, especially in a new city. So I think this is like this, you know, um, this is a go-to market strategy in a way, you know, when you just move to a different country, you like... You know, you have these dating apps and you can just easily meet up someone and with someone and just, you know, start it off and you suddenly don't feel so like lonely. You don't feel so scared because you have somebody there. I like I like the comparison and I like the example of dating apps because it it's so easy and then most of the time because you weren't not looking for the right person, you're looking for someone, you just end yeah. up settling for anything. True, absolutely. I think you kind of I don't want to say you lower your standards, but I think you're just not taking it so seriously, maybe. And also, I think in, in my person, like personally, the issue of, you know, being also a little bit immature, maybe, or, you know, young and not knowing who I want to be with. I really didn't have like this requirements or criteria, like I want this guy, you know. I actually like this. And I think it's it's a very good advice to people before jumping into a relationship straight away when you move, just uh, try to find yourself. It depends because I think it can be also successful. It's, you know, it's it's never really um, like black or white. But for example, I had this case of my colleague who came here for a guy, not for a job. So she actually <laughs> fell in love with this other guy and she was looking for a job here just to be with him. And can you imagine when she arrived here, he said that they're just going to be friends. What? So, yes. So I think it's also something, if we are talking about advices, I think... I would definitely tell any girl, like, don't ever do that because, you know, people can change their minds, like, just like that. And you will, like, eventually hold them accountable for this because, you know, you are relying on this, that they will do something for you. But I think moving to another country should always come from your own, like, you know, uh, initiative or from your own benefit that you want to do it for yourself, but not for the other person. Yeah, I, yeah. I like it. That's that's such a powerful, you know, sentence. Yeah, I, I totally think that, you know, a lot of podcasts you listen to, like, they don't discuss a lot of these human parts of this experience. They talk about how you feel, but, you know, there are also other parts which are important to think about. Well, since you said about <laughs> feelings and relationships and stuff, um, how is the job market, the job, <laughs> the relationship market in Bratislava going? Well, it's... Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very peculiar, I would say. <laughs> In a sense, like um, you have the majority of people are using the dating apps, you know, Tinder and stuff. But most of the times, like what I hear from people is that they are not so happy with the matches they get. So maybe it's just not so, you know, as um, how to say properly, like. I think in the Western countries, maybe people use Tinder, like, more different kind of people use Tinder. I allow you. <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, so, you know, like, and here it's more like people who really struggle to, like, uh, 
come to a girl, you know, and initiate a conversation in a bar or something like this. So most of the people are dating somebody they met at work or um, somebody who is uh, from the dating apps. Yeah, I... Uh... Because you said about Tinder and uh, <laughs> I was thinking about how the situation is in London. And, yeah, everyone is using dating apps right now with the COVID and everything. But everyone hates them, but everyone is on them. But everyone hates them. Of course, it's the hypocrisy of the um, <laughs> utmost level. Yeah, but this is you know how it works. And right now it's really it's really bad. For example, one of my friends, she's single and she's like trying to meet a guy right now in these times. To it's so bad because there's lockdown. You cannot even take a girl to a cafe. You cannot go anywhere. You just can go to park or to somebody's place. You know, and the second option is quite not exactly maybe that majority of girls expect from a date. You know, or at least the first date. I think it's kind of scary as well to go to somebody's place without like knowing them before. So. But, you know, especially in winter when it's, like, um, cold outside, it, you really don't have other choice. And you just have to trust that the guy is going to be fine, you know, and polite. And he's not going <laughs> to try to leverage the situation. Oh, my God. These are strange times. I hope we go to back to some kind of normality. Well, coming back to moving abroad, um, what would be the best advice you would give to your younger self when... You know, you moved first time abroad to Budapest or Bratislava. What do you wish you would know? Definitely, I don't think in this particular respect I would change anything because, you know, it's a journey. Like, you are, even if I'm gonna don't do this, don't do that, like, people, they follow their gut feeling usually. They're not really, you know, majority of people, they don't really take all the available advices on the internet because then everybody would be so smart. But, you know, we are like, we're going with our gut feeling, we're just plunging, you know, submerging into that new environment and we are trying to adapt. And I think that's the best way to do it because it's your own way to do it. You know, you, you find your people, you learn something along the way about yourself. And if you just try to avoid making these mistakes, maybe you're also avoiding some part of your personal journey, you know, which is important to you. So It's just important to to try to stay reasonable and you know not to get yourself into too much trouble mm-hmm. not to be too trusting of course because people are sometimes they try to use use you for some purpose uh, and also you know it's i'm not trying to say that the world is cruel and brutal and you know bad and stuff but also just trying to be more careful and reasonable yeah. and critical because some people are totally great which come to your life abroad but also there's going to be people who you know, come and say, like, we are here to help, but in fact, they're just trying to, you know, profit out of you, so. That's the best advice I heard, actually. You're in Bratislava right now, you've been to Budapest, you're from Kiev, and then you kind of moved a little bit abroad. And I wanted to ask you, does it feel like home being in Bratislava? Did you find your place there? I think it feels homely here, for sure. I wouldn't say, I, I don't feel like it's my final destination in a way, but I think it's definitely a place where people, especially after some time when they um, meet their, you know, good friends, they grow their social circles and they get a stable job. It's really good environment for having a family, for uh, raising kids, for, you know, um, having this like, it's, it's kind of, I would call it like this calm countryside life, you know, where you're just enjoying the nature you're being you know like everything's so kind of simple and easy and you know just 
just relaxing in a way. How, where do you feel like you would try, give it a try and move abroad? Would you give it another chance to another city? Um, of course I would. And right now, I think like generally I don't want to move outside Europe because I really feel more comfortable with this mentality, you know, and I cannot imagine like living, for example, somewhere in Asia or in Africa, even though people might be awesome and environment could be great. But, you know, if you, um, if you want to build some long-term like um, life and plans and everything and also settle with family, I think you need to be a little bit more reasonable with yourself, like where you can stay for a longer period of time. And I'm definitely considering Vienna because I think it's a great place for um, like living your whole life. It has great opportunities. And also I think that um, perhaps uh, I would travel a bit more for now and then decide for sure which city is mine or my home. I like that. Well, let me know when you move to Vienna. I'll interview again, you again. I hope I'll have something new to tell. <laughs> I'm sure you will, you know. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Before you just decide to exit the podcast application or this website, could you just please make me a big favor and tell one of your friends about this podcast and have a nice day, guys.